in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, women of God. This is Erica. And Nurselli. And we want to welcome you to the Upstream Pursuit Podcast, the leadership podcast for Christian women going against the current. Welcome back, Pursuers. We hope you're having an awesome time. Erica was singing right before we started and we hit record. So I think she should bless us with her talent. One, two, three, go. No, thanks. Next. Come on. Your parents, you're going to totally bring them back. Come on, man. You know they listen. (sighs) Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> no hay Dios tan grande como tú. No lo hay. No lo hay. No Dios tan grande como tú. No lo hay. No lo hay. Why are you off? I'm not off. You're, You're off. off. Okay. Yeah. I think it's because we need we need a what do they call it? Uh, we need a pandereta. Yes. What do we yeah. call that in English? Tambourine. A ponderator. No, a a tambourine. (laughs) (sighs) It's an old school song, guys. I don't know if y'all know the song, but it was an old school song. (sighs) I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today. I hope our pursuers are too. I am. I think um, I'll let you kind of fill us in. Okay. So what happened was I had a friend of mine who texted and asked a question because they were presented with an opportunity or something that they'd really like to do, but they were a little bit conflicted on if they wanted to do it or not. And um, so they were kind of sharing uh, what their thoughts were and had asked, like, have I ever gone through an experience like that where, you know, they felt like they were compelled or being moved to do something, but they weren't really sure if they wanted to do it. So um, we were texting about this. And so I kind of thought through, okay, like, this is actually really relevant because I'm going through the same situation where I'm having to move forward in a opportunity that's been set before me. And there's a lot of emotions and a lot of thoughts that go with that. I'm scared. It's a little bit fearful. There's a lot of unknowns on the other side if I was to pursue this. And so it was pretty relevant at the time for me to really think through, okay, what am I actually doing in this process? Because I, at this point, my friend was just kind of like looking at it. But from my, at my vantage point, I had already, I was already farther in the process of actually moving through this decision that I was going to make. And so I ended up texting her back what my thoughts were of like, okay, this is how I go through seasons like this when I'm having to make some decisions for myself. And this is the things that I think through. And these are the things that I do. So I texted it to her and then read it back. And I was like, you know what, this is actually really, I never really thought about the way I did these types of things until I actually wrote it down. So I shared with Narcelli and Narcelli, you had mentioned that this is actually pretty aligned to how you deal with situations or, or decisions that you're having to make, right? Absolutely. So we figured, you know what, this would actually be a really good topic to share with our pursuers to see if this is the way you all approach these types of decisions in your life. And if not, hopefully you've learned something and or if you have something else that you do that we could learn from you too. 
And I was going to say, I think this is also something that Jamie brought up, right? When she was meeting with us and she was saying, you know, how like we can sometimes have a tendency to be led to move in a direction. But then we and we sometimes feel like it's from the Lord. Right. But then we start rationalizing it. Yes. And then we're like, okay, well, how do we move forward in confidence and like get out of our heads? And I think that that's something that you know we're we've all been faced with and yeah. i thought that i personally thought that your response was really good and so i'm really excited to kind of talk through that and i love you know the invitation to see what you all pursuers would do um because like erica and i always say like we're living out this faith journey thing and uh, we don't always have the answer so I really like that this is kind of what we do as friends whenever we're not sure we just kind of process it together and so that's hopefully what we'll get to do with you guys today. Yeah and going back you know a lot of times when I do the things I do I don't realize how much they sometimes align with scripture because I think maybe subconsciously I've already been instilled with these types of mechanisms to move. Um, But again, when we went back to the steps that I kind of had shared with you, Narcelli, we realized in picking it apart that there are actually scripture that supports this type of process. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So let's jump in. And I do want to preface again with we do understand that what we're trying to work through and we what we hope you as pursuers are trying to work through is how to not get paralyzed by all of the what ifs in decisions and getting and that's what we consider kind of getting in our head like we'll talk ourselves out of anything if we want to and so how do we still continue to do God's work and not let ourselves get in the way for that so Honestly, it's about being real with what you want in the situation and laying it out with the Lord. Because I recently, both of us, I think, have read this book called He Still Speaks to Kids. And one of the things I really loved about that, we just read it recently, is he says that it's when you are honest with yourself about what you want in the situation, and then when you're willing to submit to what God wants and not and basically say, not my will, but yours be done, Lord. It's That's at the point when you're fully giving it God to make that decision and help you understand if that's the decision you need to move forward with. So, and if the Lord is leading, he will provide everything you need to, to get it done. So basically having a neutrality of being honest with God and then being able to be at the neutral point when you're bringing this up with God to basically say, this is what I want. Let me be fully honest with you with this is where I'm coming from. And then being able to submit that to God and still be able to say, but your will, not mine, be done at the end of the day. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that we probably all have experienced is that um, sometimes we don't know if the Lord is confirming, right? And so yeah. we we do the best that we can. I, I heard someone say once, like, if you're 51% sure that it's the Lord, then it's the Lord, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think one one really good way to, to determine that um, is obviously, first and foremost, his word. 
Um, but then also seeking godly counsel. Uh, last week we talked about walking with the wise, right? Yeah. And if you have a if you have a, a good group of friends that you know walk in the ways of God, and that they hear the voice of God, I think submitting whatever it is that you're you're thinking about and the Lord is speaking to you to your to a friend. It's a really good idea, and, and I want to be very specific to a godly friend mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. balancing that off. I mean, Erica and I do this pretty much all the time. Um, you know, in the same way, I recently was asking the Lord about leveling up in my job. And, you know, it's something that I wasn't sure if I wanted to take the next step. It would be um, a financial promotion in a, in a sense and then it would also come with a lot more responsibilities and so one of the reasons why I was hesitant to move forward with that was because I I know that the expectation that I'm going to have when I make that you know when I have to walk through that decision that I've that I make right is that I have to I have a new set of goals a new set of performance goals and right now I am meeting those goals at the next level, but I'm not necessarily consistent about it. So I submitted this to several friends, uh, several coworkers who know the Lord. And one specific coworker says something to me that I think is going to shape how I think about other things. Uh, one of the things that he said was, if you are, if you're already meeting those goals, it doesn't take a step of faith for you to walk through that next season. I think that any time yeah. that what we're asking or what we feel the Lord is saying, so like if the Lord is saying something to us, right, or we feel that there's this desire or this this action that we feel God is calling us, but we're not sure, right? If we're capable of doing it, it's probably us. Like the confidence is coming from us is not necessarily mm-hmm. coming from the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think that what I have found in any critical decision that I've had to make is that it it really does take a step of faith. And so I really was grateful that my coworker had the boldness to say that to me. Yeah. And that's what godly counsel does. They say, okay, you know, I, I, I don't know, but I do know that if you don't, you know, if you don't take, uh, or but I know that taking this next step would require a level of faith. And so I say now, I actually just for for clarity, I did decide to to level up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had told Erica, I said, I'm realizing that I'm not leveling up in my job. I'm leveling up in my faith mm-hmm. because I'm walking up. I'm basically walking out something that's going to require a full submission to the Lord for my provision and the outcomes that I want. Yeah. And I think part of this whole process is that the confidence is in our dependency in the Lord, not necessarily in myself and what I can do, you know, apart from him. So number one is praying that God confirms that action. Sometimes he confirms that through the word and sometimes he confirms that through godly counsel. And um, and so those are two things to consider when when thinking about that. Yeah. And then the next piece is just that if it is still a strong desire and it does not go against the Lord and his commands, then you start moving forward with the actions and do that thing despite the feelings, which for me in my situation, it was I still felt drawn to make this decision. Um, It was a large career. It was a big career change for me. 
And it didn't go against the Lord. It didn't go against anything that I knew of his commands, but there was still a strong tug there. And so despite my fears, it was, you know what, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to trust that the Lord is going to either open the door or he's going to clearly close the door. And I'm going to be very um, cognizant and self-aware of any flags or red red signs that might show me that I need to either stop moving um, or if there was still a clear path, I was going to continue to keep moving. That's good. And I think it's also understanding that we all kind of get in our heads about stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, we do. And, we do. And so I, I don't think that's the issue. I think it's when we stay there. Yep. And keep trying to rationalize things that are things that basically require faith. As you were talking, Erica, what were you going to say? I actually just, my friend just started a new um, position or she was doing something and I was sending her something encouraging and I just sent her and I loved it. This quote, it says, you don't have to be great. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. That's so good. And I love that because it was like, you don't like, you don't have to have all the answers you don't have to know everything to start, but like, just start, like get out of your head and just start. Try. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. And so um, right now, as you were talking, I was thinking also of um, that story. It's in, uh, oh, is it First Chronicles? It's in Second Chronicles chapter 20. And it's uh, uh, King Jehoshaphat. And I feel like he kind of models this very thing that we're talking about, Erica, And so um, I'm not going to read the whole story. I'm going to kind of paraphrase it. But basically what happens is um, he uh, some people come to King Jehoshaphat and tell him that there's this huge army coming from Edom to fight against him. And um, it says uh, Second Chronicles 20. Sorry. Yeah. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse three says this. Just Jehoshaphat was alarmed (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was because when we get news or when we get something you know that we're like i don't know you know i don't know what to do about this it's like it's a very common i think thread you know for us to get alarmed but then check this out so this is still verse three so he decided to ask the Lord for advice. And he mm-hmm. told all the people of Judah to go without eating. So he actually called the people of Judah to fast. Eek. And then it says, the people came together to ask the Lord for help. In fact, they came from every town in Judah to pray f- to him. And so, again, it just reminds of like, okay, so there's this army coming. So there's this 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 thing that's... the this desire that we have or there's this this news that we have received it's like well what do i do next right so it's mm-hmm. like you inquire of the lord you talk to your friends you tell them that you need their help you know you ask for advice from the lord and then everybody's praying right um and so then he calls this like assembly and um and he begins to actually praise the lord and and, and remind them of who who god is um, he actually starts um, praying. Uh, um, and so he's like, Lord, you're the God of our people who live long ago. You're the God who is in heaven. You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. You are strong and powerful. 
you no one can fight against you and win this is what he's saying right and so again he's placing his confidence on what he knows about god and um and so then you know just to kind of finish the story it says that um there was a prophet who came out and um basically told um king jehoshaphat that the lord had said that the battle was not his to to fight that it would be god's and then it says tomorrow march down against them and so it just kind of goes back to what you were saying um you sometimes just have to take the action you just have to take the action and that's the thing even though the lord had told king jehoshaphat that the the battle was um god's to fight jehoshaphat still had to go and march yeah. And he didn't know what the outcome was going to be at all, but he was fully trusting in the Lord, not in himself and his ability to, be, to to beat the army. And so I think it's just like those little reminders that uh, when we're trying to do these next things or trying to take these actions, it's like sometimes we don't know, but if the Lord is compelling us to do it, then he will um, fight the battle. He will provide everything that's needed, et cetera. Yeah. And the outcome may not be what we want. I mean, in this story alone, Jehoshaphat was unable to pass his faith on to the next generation. Um, They ended up worshiping, you know, although he kept trying to get them to worship the Lord and tear down these idols at the end of the day, it wasn't fully passed, but the, the faith wasn't, wasn't passed on. And, but he was faithful and obedient. And that's what we're called to do at the end of the day in these decisions he was faithful and obedient. And that's what we want to be. That's good. All right. So the next thing I would do is take it one day at a time. Like legit, once you start walking, I'm not like running. I'm literally, okay, today I'm trusting in the Lord and whatever actions I need to take to get to whatever this decision is going to lead me to, I'm going to take it one day at a time and trusting that God's got me. Even if I don't get it right, Understanding that I'm not failing, I'm just going to be learning from this. So if I didn't get something right here, it's okay. I'm taking that burden off of myself and saying, I'm trusting God today. And the decisions I make are based off of what I feel is best that the Spirit is leading me to do and move forward with that. Yeah, and I want to go back to Jehoshaphat really quick because oh, that was okay. the the theme as it aligns with what you were just saying. The fact is, right, that he was he was scared he still moved on and he and he trusted that what god has said was was true and it's the same thing like he he waited and then the next day so you talk about one day at a time right mm-hmm. and then the next day that's when he took the next step um in the bible is very clear about that um you know when he says do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own worries and that's something that I have to be honest, like I'm learning in this season because this year for me has been one where like I've been really concerned about my future and what the Lord just keeps saying over and over is like, don't worry about that. Yeah. Worry about what's okay. So what are we doing today? Yeah. Um, and it's actually in Matthew 634 where it says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself because each day it says has enough trouble of its own. Yeah facts yeah I, I think that's funny just because 
it's not even saying like tomorrow's gonna be better. <laughs> just like no, exactly. <laughs> it's like depressing. Through worry and through, about bro. the other junk you have to do, but like tomorrow, not today. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, again, taking it back to my situation, the decisions I was making to make a huge career change. There were so many things of like. But if this does go through, what happens about this? And what happens with that? And what am I going to do about this? And what am I going to do about that? And I have to, I had to keep telling myself, don't even go there. Just worry about today. Like, what do I have to do today? Whether that be submit my resume, whether that be get ready for the interview I had, whether that be um, doing a second interview, whatever it was, it was just like, let me do this thing. And then we'll figure out what happens if I get it. And then going to this thing, well, let me do this next thing. And then I'll figure out that piece if I get it. I didn't even know, like, I didn't want to worry about things that may not even come to pass if I didn't get this position that I was going for. Yeah, that's good. And I would say the, you know, the last action is reminding ourselves that God knows every action we're going to take, that it's all part of the plan. And he he loves us no matter what. I think that one of the reasons why I love Proverbs 3, 5, 6 is because it says, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. And so the the call there is like, there are things that we're not going to be sure about. There are things that we're not going to have certainty of, right? Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And then it says, in, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And so that's the promise is that when we trust the Lord, we lean on him versus our understanding. He directs us. Um, One of the things I think I have mentioned to you, Erica, was regarding like Psalm 23, which I've been like so obsessed with this whole year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the one verse that really has just resonated with me all year has been, he leads me onto paths of righteousness for his namesake. God leads us. Not just for us. He leads us for his glory. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, um, have you heard that expression, like, God doesn't take us where the grace of God doesn't cover us? Mm-hmm. And and I think it's that. It's like putting confidence in the fact that if the Lord is directing, it has been confirmed, then you can walk with that confidence. Um, and it doesn't mean it's not going to be scary. It just yeah. means that you're going to have to radically trust. Yeah. I mean, I think, I hope, pursuers, that this was similar to the way that you addressed decisions, situations that you're having to walk through. I think as women, honestly, we do a really good job of finding all of the critical flaws in us that we have as reasons as to why we shouldn't move forward in certain situations. I want to make note that it's important for us to remember that God provides us the skills and the strengths that we need for the situations. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't be leaning on your own strength in these situations. You should truly be trusting God in that. If he's leading you in this way, he will equip you with those things that you need. And again, when we're talking about getting out of your head, stop thinking about the things you can't do for you to move forward and simply think about the things that God can do through you as you walk through whatever decision this is. 
That is awesome advice. I want to leave us today with Psalms 37 verses 4 to 6. And it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. And so um, at the end of the day, one of the beautiful things about these types of opportunities is that they ultimately draw us closer to the Lord, to his yes. guidance, and they conform us um, to Christ when we lean on him. Yes. Pursuers, we hope you've learned something new today. Please like and subscribe to our podcast to continue getting this content out to others. And if you know of somebody who's dealing with a situation and is struggling with moving forward, please share this particular podcast with them. We hope that it's an encouragement to them and we hope that God speaks to them through what we've shared today. We hope you have a wonderful week and let's stand for truth, pursuers.